Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com and I wanted to first, before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to remind you that I write books and you can buy these books from my website at dadstartingover.com books. You can download them immediately from my website in PDF format or an MP3 format or you can also buy them directly from retailers such as Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, and even the audio from Audible. So thank you so much again for listening, and now on to our episode. Here's a scenario I've heard more than a few times. A husband is tired of the same old no-sex excuses and promises from his wife. Not tonight, maybe tomorrow, okay? I'm just tired. This has been going on for months, if not years. He seeks out help online, and he finds my book, The Dead Bedroom Fix. He reads it a few times, starts to implement the suggestions, and lo and behold, he has more sex. Just like the book said it may happen. One day the switch was flipped and the wife actually initiated sex with him. Holy shit. Sure, he slipped a little here and there over the months, but overall, way more sex than before. The frequency has been two to three times per week on average, so he really can't complain. Or can he? As I've come to learn when it comes to love and sex, people always find some reason to complain. Quote, Yeah, I mean, the sex is better. We do it way more than before, but it's still not to the level that I'm completely happy with. Sometimes it seems like she's doing it just to keep me happy. I don't want pity sex or sex because she thinks I'm going to leave her. I want her to be really into it. I want to feel the same way we did when we first started dating. That was when I was the happiest with our sex life. We couldn't keep our hands off each other. So, first things first. He wants to get back to the honeymoon stage of the relationship. How best do you do that? You go get a new relationship. Seriously. You can't go 100% back to that phase again with your current wife. That's why they call it the honeymoon phase, or quote, new relationship energy. That stage of complete lustfulness and puppy love is temporary. It's Mother Nature's way of getting you two to bond to procreate. You can't necessarily go back to that exact phase again, but you can recharge the sexual battery and increase the quality and frequency of the sex. You can get close to that honeymoon state of sexual freedom again, but not quite all the way there. 
you need to be realistic in your expectations for a sex life with the wife slash mom that you've been in a relationship with for so many years, especially one that you have to really work on after an extended dead bedroom situation. The real meat of the problem presents itself when I talk to men and drill down into their current wife is still not horny enough for me situation. A reader on the private Facebook group had a perfect illustration of this common scenario. He went Christmas shopping with his wife. Lots of running around, buying presents for the full extended family. Of course, this is all exhausting. They return home to the kids. They make cookies. They all watch a movie together. They watch another movie. They put the kids to bed. The wife immediately says she just wants to take some ibuprofen and go to bed. The husband is pissed off. The kids are in bed. Now is the perfect opportunity for some one-on-one -on -one sexy time. But no, she's not picking up on any of the hints. She doesn't seem to care that he goes to the hot tub alone. She just wants to sleep. One thing I pointed out in the dead bedroom fix is the difference between the male and female sex drives. We men always seem to be in the sexual on position. We're not necessarily always super duper turned on, but even after something like losing our job, illness, our dog dies, we're usually open for a quickie. The women, though, totally different story. I always say that their sex drive is like a delicate souffle. One wrong move and the whole thing collapses. But when all the ingredients are in place, the souffle is unbelievably tasty. Our dumb male McDonald's Happy Meal level of horniness can't compete with the gourmet French dessert that is a woman's sex drive in full swing. So then, how do you push those buttons to get to that delicious souffle up and staying up level? Well, for starters, you have to put her in the right environment. When you're in the honeymoon stage, the environment is not that important. You can do it in the laundry room, in the smelly garage, outside in the woods with the mosquitoes everywhere, in the bedroom display at your local Ikea. But when deep into the long-term relationship with kids, the house, the stressful jobs, you have to set the mood just right to get a glimpse of something close to the honeymoon phase you have to eliminate all those extraneous outside influences that negatively impact the wife's sex drive. Get her away from the kids. Seriously, parenthood is the antithesis of eroticism. It's anti-sexuality. Yes, you, the man, can hang out with your kids, play games, help out Billy with his homework, clean up the spaghetti sauce that the baby threw all over the floor, and you'd still be up for a good blowjob. But your wife is way different. She would literally laugh out loud if you said, hey, want to do it? While she's swiffering the kitchen floor for the 10th time that day. For a man who has endured a long dead bedroom period and is working towards ramping up his wife's attraction levels, you have your work cut out for you. Your wife is going to look for any excuse to go back to the status quo. She's going to test you to see if your changes are for real. She's going to look to you to lead and change the environment to one that is more conducive to eroticism. She needs to let her hair down, and she has a very hard time doing that at home with the snot noses and all the stress that goes along with them. Don't just do a typical date night either. Sure, you need those dates, but they are the bare minimum. You need to get away, like really get away. Two to three days of no kids. Pack your bags. Hire a babysitter, or use grandma, aunts, uncles, cousins, friends, whatever. Get her away from the chaotic, stress-inducing, maternalistic environment of motherhood. In fact, plan and pay for the entire thing yourself. Don't tell her. 
She comes home from a long day at work, ready to tackle another evening of hair-pulling stress that only a house full of kids can provide. Instead, you're sitting there by the door, dressed up to leave the house, your suitcase packed next to you, looking at your watch. Hello, sexy. You have exactly one hour to get ready. Dress comfortably. The kids are taken care of. The house is taken care of. Pack a swimsuit. One evening dress, too. We'll be back Sunday night. The wife will be confused, maybe even a little pissed. But Henry has basketball practice tomorrow. Sally has her ballet lessons. I have to make cookies for the bake sale tonight. You just reassure her. You play the part of the confident boss. It's all taken care of, seriously. Don't worry about a thing. You now have 55 minutes to get ready. I suggest you hurry. What will happen is that you will start the slow and gradual process of throwing gasoline on the libido fire. Yes, by doing the work outlined in the dead bedroom fix, you successfully got the fire going again. And it may have stalled out at a slow burning ember phase, but it is still a warm fire, unlike before when the sexual fire was completely non-existent. That's a good thing. You have something to work with. What you're doing by getting your wife away from home is kicking things up a notch or two. You're now going more in the direction of the raging bonfire that was the honeymoon stage of your relationship. I have repeatedly said that the most affair-prone person in a relationship is an overstressed mother. They are always right at the cusp of crossing the line. They are hungering for fun, youth, and yes, eroticism. They just don't necessarily want those things with their spouse. He is at the epicenter of the anti-sexuality portion of their life. On the other hand, the loser lover who taps into her need for a fun and life-altering diversion, he gets her undivided sexual attention. The key to unlocking the -the over-the-top sexuality you desire is found in the typical overstressed wife affair. You have to break away from the typical married parent world. You have to do all you can to mold the environment to that of a complete escape. The more out there of an experience it is, the better. Keep her guessing. Keep that little bit of uncertainty and anxiety going. Excitement is key. Escape is key. This is why the seemingly perfect wife was willing to go to bed with the ultimate loser of a guy she met during a night out with the ladies from work. The loser was a complete left turn from her current life path. He was an escape. In my book, Now What?, I talk about the well-known scenario of the bachelorette party and the male stripper. To quote the book, Want to hear some jaw-dropping true stories about female sexuality? Talk to a male stripper. The male stripper is the center of attention during a very interesting and very heated exhibit of unbridled female sexuality. He's in a room full of women that are there to see man flesh and, this is the important part so pay attention, They all feel free and safe to outwardly demonstrate their arousal. It's understood that it is A-OK to scream, grab the stripper, smack his butt, yank at his speedos, laugh, and high-five her friends. Once the usually conservative and sexually boring women in the bachelorette party pick up on the be free and do whatever you want, no judgment here vibe in the room, all bets are off. Male strippers will tell you of brides-to-be performing oral sex on him in front of her friends. Bridesmaids taking off their tops to get the stripper's attention. Women jerking off the stripper while friends cheer her on, etc. The frenzy of the moment is so intense that some women seem to be completely caught off guard by their own body's response to the situation. The boring mom of three can't believe what she just did to some strange man in a room full of screaming women. She was just Susie Homemaker going to her friend's innocent bachelorette party 
and now she's some crazed slut who jerked off a muscular stripper and made out with one of the bridesmaids on a dare. These women are later seen outside crying their eyes out while their friends try to calm them down. It's okay, sweetie. We were all stupid. It was just a party. Don't worry. We, he won't find out. Nobody will say anything. We promise. The out-of-control bachelorette party is an extreme example of what can happen when women get away from it all and feel safe letting their hair down. If under the right circumstances, you can bring about the same level of unbridled lustfulness. It takes effort, work, timing, and getting away from your current environment. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.